Hey, 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 hey. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the to the 101. Uh, really happy you could be here. This is going to be a, a fun episode. But I always say that, don't I? I always say it's going to be a fun episode. Maybe one of these days I should say this is going to be an awful episode. But then, no, of course, you wouldn't listen to it. No, no, no. It's going to be a phenomenal episode, okay? So, um, yeah, let's just get right into the ad. And that is over. Um, so my guest today, my guest today, KJ Chambers. I have known of KJ for uh, many, many years. Him and I went to high school together. Um, and I've said this on the podcast prior, but one of the beautiful things about me starting this podcast was the ability to reconnect with a lot of old friends that I lost connection with. And KJ is one of them. Reached out to him. Um, there's a funny little, you know, how we recently kind of met, and that meeting kind of put the, the 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 spark in me to be like, all right, I need to get him on the podcast. So I got him on. He is a he's a free free spirit. This guy is uh, he's he's just one of the smartest people I know. Um, funny. Um, easy to talk to. And I know you're going to love this conversation. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, I, I try to get various kinds of people on here. Very various kinds of people. Very various. Yeah, that makes sense. I think. Um, but I try to get so many different kinds of people on here and, um, you know, just because someone might not have something that they're, you know, plugging like a, like a YouTube channel or a podcast or a book or whatever, doesn't mean that they're not valuable. KJ is incredibly valuable. His story, his insight, his, uh, 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 his wit, just everything. It's valuable and you're going to love it. So get ready, get set. Here is KJ Chambers. AJ Chambers. Hi. What's going on, dude? Oh, you know the usual. The usual. <laughs> so for everybody listening, got to give backstory. It's always good to have some backstory. KJ and I know each other from high school. That's how far back we go. Yeah. Or was it was it earlier? No, I think it was. It was. It was. It was, it was high school. But it was like 10 years ago now. 10 years? Was it 10? Nine, 10? Yeah, we're getting there. Damn. Here, try to... <laughs> Feels awkward, right? Yeah, just a little. It's a little awkward, but yeah, let me pull this up. Cool. So yeah, we go back to the high school days, and uh, dude, one of the things that I love about this podcast that I've discovered is um, doing it has in has brought a lot of people back into my life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So damn, why is this thing so hard? There we go. Um, it's it's brought a lot of people back into my life that I lost contact with, which is weird when you think about how you'll meet someone in high school, right? Or anywhere, but we'll use our, our example here. You meet someone in high school, and you think like, all right, cool, so once high school's over, we'll, we'll, we'll stay in touch. And then life happens, right? 
Yeah. And that's it. It just kind of disappeared for a while. Yeah, like people just fall off the map. People go off. They uh, they, they they start their careers. They They travel, you know? Yeah. But what's cool is the fact that we live in this day and age where you can do what I did with you um, because we ran into each other on Black Friday this last year, November 2019. We were both in Target, I think. Yeah. And uh, I was like, dude, I need to get him on. Just like that short little interaction that we had. I was like, KJ, I need to, I need to reignite just, just, just to see, you know, because sometimes people that I have on the podcast, I stay in touch with for sure. And then sometimes it just, I don't know, just they... It falls back to the wayside, but you 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 never know if you don't try. So, um, what happened after high school, man? Like, where did where did your life take you? Ooh. <laughs> so right after high school, I just kind of went straight to college for a little bit and realized that wasn't for me. Yeah. Um. What'd you go for? It was just a general A. Try to figure out what I was gonna do next after that. Okay. Um. Found out that didn't work out, so I just kind of traveled a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Chicago a couple times, Vermont, just all over the place. Just with no direction, just kind of just traveling for the hell of it? Yeah. Huh. Kind of miss doing that. Because, uh, you know, it's different. You get to see a bunch of different walks of life, a lot of people that do their own thing. Yeah. It's, it's a good way to learn. Yeah. So what did... Okay, so you graduated same year as me, 2011? Yep. Okay, so 2011... And then you go to what Daytona State? Yeah. Okay. So Daytona State happens, and you're just going because you're just like, I have to go to college. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's sort of like how it's ingrained in our heads. It's like high school, college. college. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst way to do it, to be honest. Some people it, it works wonders. Yeah. But for me, nah. I should have just traveled a little bit in the first place. Yeah. So when you go to college, because I literally went for a day. Literally, no joke. I signed up for Daytona State for a day. I went and I was like, nope. <laughs> nope, this is, nope. I'm cutting it right here. What did you, so you went for literally just nothing, like essentially. Yeah. You were just going to college to go to college. Yeah. That's weird that they have that ability that you can just go and just kind of be unde- undecided, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, a good thing I learned when I was there was like, I had to meet a lot of people. Okay. Uh, one of my best friends, Jeremiah, who lives out in Kansas, um, I got to meet him at Daytona State. Nice. Uh, so a lot of it, well, I didn't learn anything. <laughs> um, I also didn't, um, I did not use the opportunity to kind of help improve my life a little. Okay. And after Daytona State, so roughly how long does that last? So uh, two and a half years. I mean, that ain't nothing to... Shake a stick like that's kind of a long time, two yeah. and a half years. I kind of, but I was, I felt like it was just like an extended high school. I was going through the motions. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I have to get up and go to school. Oh, tests. Yeah. And then after that, I'm just like, I got bored of it. Okay. Um, and then I got tired of just failing classes because one was in Daytona and another one was thirty minutes later in Palm Coast. True. True. So it kind of, I was tired of it. So I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to go. <laughs> and I'm just going to not go to school for a while. So I took a year. And I was like, well, I'm a lucid dream. Lucid dream? Yeah. What do you mean by that? So uh, I wanted to just be able to control my dreams better. Yeah. 
So I took a year <laughs> and I block, blocked out my windows completely black with one single hole in, a, in the middle of it. Like you mean a literal window? Yep. You blocked your windows? Yep. At your house? Mm-hmm. Walk me through this. I'm not... Oh, so <laughs> li- little people know um, that if you take everything, if you block all the light that comes in out of um, from outside and you put a tiny hole in the window, okay. you will have a camera obscuro, which is basically... A cam- um, it'll be a refraction or a fraction, a reflection of light <laughs> at the back of your room, upside down and reversed. And it's basically how like a pinhole camera works. So I turn my room into a pinhole camera. And you did this because I just wanted to. You felt like this is something like almost like a, uh, like a technique that might improve your life. Yeah. Well, that and then um, I guess the side effect would be sleeping more because there's less light. <laughs> I went from waking up at normal times to I would wake up at like four in the afternoon and live my day from four to seven a.m. Four to seven a.m. Okay, but, and and I'm I've never heard of this. It's it's nothing. <laughs> Is this like a popular thing? No, I, it's just something I wanted to try. Okay, so I was like, and I I think it was at the height of my like weirdness. Not not a lot of people understood those times. Um, so it was, it was a time. Okay. Also, I don't think I worked very much that year. I just kind of walked around Flagler. <laughs> just enjoyed time. Just enjoying life. Yeah. yeah. Not, not a lot of people, it seems to me, do that. Everyone's in a, in such a hustle to work and try to make as much money as possible. Mm-hmm. When you realize you need to sit back and relax. Once you come out of high school, your, your mind's already exhausted True. Except for those those lucky few that are just kind of like, oh, let's do this, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. But I was tired of it. So I decided to do something different. Dude, that's very different. Like just just that just that that notion of I'm going to um I'm gonna silence this. Should have. Um I'm gonna kinda would you classify it as like hermit like hermity? Yeah. Status. Yeah. <laughs> Were okay, so were you living at home? Yeah. Did your parents be like, or were they like, what are you doing, KJ? Uh, I mean, there there are always <laughs> going to be those questions, but it, it just kind of fell to the wayside. As long as like I was somewhat kind of doing something, uh huh, it wasn't too big a deal. So when you dropped out of college, did that upset anybody in the family? No, no. Uh, my my mom understood it. Was, college is expensive, and if you're not going to do exactly a specific thing then why are you going to waste money? True. But I did waste money for two years. So I was going to say, how much? Like, do you, like, just like a rough estimate? I mean, college debt, I think I was on the, the low end, about 10000 or so. And that's paid off by now. Or are you still paying it? Oh, we're working on it. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, dude, I, um, little side thing here. I, uh, so I did the college thing for one day. I was like, nah, screw this. And then like maybe three years went by where I was kind of doing what you were doing. I was just living life, had a job. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm this is what, like, this is what I'll do for the rest of my life. And then I was like, no, hold on. I got to do something. And I don't know what struck it in me. I was like, I want to learn how to fly. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know why. And I was, cause I was dri- uh, driving by the Flagler airport and they had like a, a, a sign that said something like, um, flying lessons like 
come inside, apply or whatever. And I was like, whatever, let's do it. So I went in and uh, I learned how to fly, but I'm still paying that off. This is the whole point of the story. I think I spent like $15,000 learning how to fly. And I haven't done anything with it. Like I haven't made money back from it, but I know how to fly like a single engine aircraft. Yeah, that's awesome. Though. Like, <laughs> man, I, that's a skill that I would actually love. I learn how to fly. Yeah, just because I feel like it's freeing. Oh, dude, that yeah, it, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh, I remember the first time that my instructor. So the whole time you're doing it, right? You have your you have your instructor with you, and you're taking off, you're landing. That's that's scary in and of itself. Just just taking off because I don't know if you know this or if anyone knows this listening. Planes are not flown with like like a car. You don't fly a plane like a car. You have a essentially like a like a steering wheel in front of you, but that's really not what it's for. That's really for the for the rotors on the um I think that's the word. I I've been so far removed from it. I think it's rotors. Um but you're really flying with your feet. Oh. So when you're taking off, going like 60, 70, 80 miles an hour down that runway, you're using your right and left foot to keep the plane from like stable. My God. That was the biggest curveball for me because I got in and I was like, all right, I'm ready to fly this like, like, like a car. <laughs> and my instructor was like, no. 101, you don't fly a plane like a car. It, it, get rid of that motor skill in your head, you know, where you're so used to doing this. Do that with your feet. There was a few times where we were going down that runway and I was going far left and he was like, dude, 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 go on. <laughs> Yo, correct, correct, <laughs> correct, dude. We're going to crash, man. It's the weirdest thing because you're going so fast and you have to, like almost you have to take your hands off, right? And that feels weird because you're so used to driving a car like it's this. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, this is comfortable. <laughs> yeah, so this feels weird when you're when all of a sudden you're not doing that and you're in a you're in a craft that could literally take your life if you were just pushing it too far to the left, pushing it too far to the right. It's so crazy. But then the scariest part is when he leaves, right? So two, three months down the road when we're done training and he's like, all right, dude, you ready? I'm like, you're getting out? He's like, yeah, I'm leaving you. I took a photo. It's on, uh, it's like Facebook or something because I was like, if I die, I need to like, this is my final, you know what I mean? (laughs) If they recover my phone, this is it, you know? Yeah, I just took a selfie just <laughs> just like that, man. Yep. And I was like, here we go. And that was that's the craziest thing I've ever done in my life. Flown a plane by myself. Yo, that is the coolest thing. <laughs> it's simultaneously the coolest thing, yes. For sure. But, I mean, I'm still paying that shit off. Like, and I really haven't done anything with it. You know what I mean? Like, if the world ends, I can get to an airport and take off. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Like, if, like if the like the like the the roads are crumbling behind me, like in 2012, that movie, <laughs> you know, I can take off, but that's about it. Man, one of these days you're gonna you're gonna have to teach me how to fly a plane now. <laughs> if I remember, dude, I mean, I'd probably get in there and start to try to drive it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah, and I'd be like, oh fuck, wait, hold on, shit. All right, we're good, we're good. Yeah, we're good. But um, it's weird how people throw so much money into something and then. Nine times out of ten, I would roughly estimate, you don't see a return for that investment. No. It's, <laughs> and everything is so expensive now. Yeah. Well, dude, traveling's expensive. Yeah. How did you manage that? 
planning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, like, um, so when I went to Chicago, the first time I helped a friend move up there. Um, and it was like, hey, like, I'm going up there. You need, a, you need some experience somewhere. So here you go. And then I got on the plane and just kind of, or not on the plane, in the U-Haul and just kind of went there and he bought the plane to get back. Okay. The next time, um, my best friend and his dad, um, and, and my best friend's girlfriend all got, um, they came down to visit. Okay. And they're like, my best friend was like, yo, you should just get in the car and come with us. And I got to the car and his dad was like, you can't come with us. But I was like, and I was like, but I already have the bag. He was like, fine. <laughs> Get in. And I was up there for four months. And it was like the one of the best times I had. On top of that, we went traveling out west, a trip that I always recommend to people. Take your time and go on a good road trip. Save a little bit of money. I think between the three of us, $700 each. And you just hit the road. Yep. For three weeks. And just kind of went to a, a whole host of national parks. It was one of the best things. I also learned that uh, showering every day is kind of overrated. <laughs> like, it really is. Like, I can, there was one point where I could go a week, no shower, but not smell bad at all. And no cologne? Nope. Nothing? No, no cologne, no deodorant. And you didn't smell bad? Nope. You didn't get one single complaint from someone going, Jesus Christ, Kayla, <laughs> what the fuck? Not a single one. Wow. I wonder how that works. Maybe just different right. bodies? Yeah. Because, dude, if I go a day without showering, fuck. Well, like, now it's just like, oh, I kind of have to shower, like, once a you know, once to twice a day, especially now that it's, like, hotter. For sure. So I um, I usually shower twice a day now. Okay. And just, I'm, I'm back to the normal, normal routine. The normal, civilized way to live. <laughs> but for a while, I'd, maybe two years... It was just kind of on and off, like how frequent I would take a shower. Like there were, huh. I think the longest time was maybe three days, no shower after the trip. Okay. And it was like, oh, well, <laughs> I don't really need one every day. But yeah. now, but like over time, you just kind of realize like, oh, I just want to be like clean and super <laughs> like, I don't know, nice for everyone around. So you're somebody that can, because obviously, I mean, even if you're not showering, no matter where, like, really, no matter what you're doing, you just sort of have this natural sweat, right? Like, yeah. you, like you sweat, right? Not really. Not profusely? Well, lately, a lot more. But I just got over a cold, and we don't count that. Okay. But for the most part, no. Nah. Huh. So you can, where I was going with that is you can do that. Like, you can do your day, right? You can essentially probably be, be touching things that are dirty. I mean, yeah, you probably wash your hands, but... You know, if you go out to eat, you put your elbow on the table, stuff like that. Um, but you can get in your bed. Like, that's the thing for me. It's like, oh, I can't get in my bed feeling dirty. Eh, it's a bed. I wash my sheets once a week, so <laughs> we're good. <laughs> like, it, it's not, I don't know. Like, I don't, I'm not overly, like, super hygienic or anything like that. Okay. Um. So, like, I can, especially now that I work, Um. I have two jobs. I work at a coffee shop down in Norman. Okay. And then I also work at a FedEx office in Daytona. Nice. So some days I'm up at six all the way until 11, 12 at night. And when I get home, I'm not trying to take a shower. I'm trying to go straight to bed. Right. <laughs> and sometimes those days just kind of go back to back. And it's like, well, I don't know. 
switch into the I don't need to shower today mode. Yeah. Huh. That that would be a real endurance test for me. You know, like sort of like that that almost could be like a fear factor stunt for me. <laughs> we can make it happen. Like for a week. Or no, like make it a month. You can't shower for a month. And at the end of it, if you don't shower and you've make it like you don't lose your mind, like I would lose my mind, but if you don't if you don't lose your mind, fifty thousand dollars. I think I could do that. You could do that? Not a problem either. Yeah. <laughs> do you think you could do that, Shaw? Like, no. e- like everything on that show? No, there are just too many things that I'm just like, uh, no, thank you. No. What about okay? So is is it the stunts, like the in, like the physical things, or is it more of like the the middle thing where it's like the psychological? You have to eat something, or you have to. I think it's the, I have to eat something. Have to all, eat something. all it would take is like, oh yeah, here's some cheese, and I'd be <laughs> done. I'd be like, no, I quit. We're done here. <laughs> are what like are you lactose? No, I just absolutely I hate from um cultured. Um, dairy. Okay, you just hate it? Yeah. Like, I have no problems with, like, ice cream and, like, milk and anything like that. Uh-huh. But once you say, like, yogurt, cheese, any of that stuff, I'm just like, no. Ooh. So all they would have to do is put in, like, like, uh, like a big platter of just, like, rotting cheese. Yep, and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. I feel like I could get through that. It's, like, some of the ones, like, you have to eat something that's alive. That's what gets me. You know what I mean? Like they'll put like a, like if it's dead, that's one thing. But if they put something like a spider in front of me and I see it moving and I have to reach and grab it and it's still moving as I'm like holding it above my, uh, uh-uh, I think I'd quit. I don't know. I think I could eat a spider. You could eat a spider alive? Yeah. Uh. I've been around enough things to where it's like, yeah, that's not too bad. It's just the cheese. It's just the cheese. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that show. I miss that show. I love that show. That was such a great. I think that was like one of the prime examples of like how you do a reality show correctly. I think a lot of it just always seemed so fake. You know what I mean? That never seemed fake to me. It always just seemed like they were put in these situations and it's always fun. It's like, can I could I do that? You know? Yeah, man. I remember watching it after after school when I was a kid. Watching Fear Factor? Yeah. And now, <laughs> now it's like, I don't, I don't even touch my TV. Do you have TV? I do. I have three. Three, but you don't touch them? Nope. Nothing. They're just sitting there collecting dust. Kind of. Like, I, there might be one night a week where I turn on the TV and I'm, I'm like searching through the plethora of things that are around. And I'm just like, no. No? That's, like, what, that's what my phone's for. Oh, okay. So you watch them on your phone. I mostly. watch YouTube quite a bit. Okay. That's like my, my second home. YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, man. YouTube is, I'm trying to, like, I'm, like my next evolution for the podcast is to really, like, film it. You know what I mean? And, and start putting it up on YouTube. Because I feel like a lot of people listen to podcasts, absolutely. But I think if you add in that visual element, we're such a visually oriented culture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure if you were to poll it, most people would be like, yeah, I would take visuals over audio any day. Like if I can see it and hear it versus just hearing it, I'll take the seeing and hearing. Yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. Because, I mean, in the in the case of a podcast, you need to, it's good to have a face to associate with the voice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm working on it, but yeah, I think, uh, I think going on YouTube and maybe even live streaming, you know, Getting uh, some uh, podcasts up there, I think that would be pretty beneficial. But, like, what do you watch on YouTube? What, like, what's your number one channel? Oh, man. Like, right now, I'm in, like, this really weird, like, 
Or it's, it's just like people reading stuff off of Reddit. Okay. So it's like malicious compliance stuff all over my, my YouTube. Now, Reddit, because I'm like that, like I'm totally removed from what the fuck Reddit is. What is Reddit? Um, It's basically just like, you know, actually, I'm, you don't know. I'm not sure either. <laughs> I can like my biggest thought process on it is it's just like a giant form for people that just want to like conversate about a specific topic. Okay. So, so, but in a way where it's not like Twitter, to where it's like eh, anyone can just kind of go on to Reddit and have fun, and you can be anonymous and stuff like that. Versus like Twitter, you kind of have to sign in, you have to create an account, yeah, and everything like that. Which I don't know. I don't like. I've never liked Twitter. Kinda, yeah, yeah Twitter is not. I mean, well, just because of the fact they limit you, like like hundred and whatever some odd I characters. Think, I think they added more, but it's just. I don't like the microblogging, I guess, is what it is. Okay. So it's just, I, I kind of stay away from it unless, like, it's something really newsworthy where I'll hop on there for a second, take a look and see what's going on, and just kind of disappear for four years. Right? Well, dude, it's weird. I had um, I had a, a, a lingerie model. Her name's uh, 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 Kitty Pagey. She was on the podcast. And because I just find that world fascinating, like, how people get involved in that shit. And it's so weird, like, how... On Twitter, you can literally post anything that you want. Anything you want, really. I mean, assuming it doesn't, like, get into, like, you know, I think, like, if it gets real, like, racial or if it gets, like, real, um, like, homophobic or whatever, you know what I mean? Then I think they start to, like, monitor you. But, like, you can literally post, like, porn on Twitter. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. And then on Instagram and Facebook, they shut that down. (laughs) Well, and it's funny because it's, like, that's what Tumblr was for traditionally. Really? Like you could post basically anything on Tumblr, no questions asked. Anything. And, and then t- yeah, and like, then a couple like, like killing someone, you could I mean, probably <laughs> I mean, you could probably find that on there. Oh my god. But uh, then a couple years ago they got bought or something like that and they just kind of got rid of like a lot of that porn aspect of it. So people don't use it as much. Okay. And then um a lot of people just started like Popping up with their own sites, or when it comes to like person to person porn, um, was it like fans only and Snapchat and all this stuff like that? Yeah, only fans. Yeah, 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 she, yeah, has of, yeah she has one. Yeah, she has. So it's like, it's like, well, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's easy for you to make money that way too. So um, instead of before, it was like kind of free posting. Okay. And now it's like, oh well, here's some money. Yeah. Yeah. And now that you mentioned Tumblr, I think, yeah, she she mentioned that she has a Tumblr as well, which is, I guess, the reason that that was created. It's weird, man. It's it's just weird that you can post that shit. And then, of course, it gets into the whole live streaming aspect, you know, like especially with Facebook. Yeah. How they're like, you know, ever since, um, like the real prime example for me is that you remember that one guy that was like for like uh, a few hours, he was just going around. I mean, he claimed he killed like multiple people, but he only live streamed killing one guy. Yeah. It was like an older gentleman. Do you remember this? I do. He just walked up to him. He said, Hey, can you say the name of my ex-girlfriend? Blah, blah, blah. The old man's like, what? And he says, say this name because she's the reason why this is going to happen to you. And he just kills him. Yeah. And he live streamed it. I remember that. And I was like, so disheartened after that. Like, I hate, seeing that kind of thing um especially being so easy to like just put on the internet a hundred percent um it kind of it kind of helps with like 
making people afraid to go out and do stuff too. Especially it was a it was in Cleveland, if I remember right. It might have been, yeah. Cleveland sounds right. Yeah, dude. Like that was that was that yeah that blew my mind. Like that was like it. It takes a lot for me to like you know like get that sick stunt like like a, that sick feeling in my stomach. Second, I saw that because like it popped up on on my Facebook thing, and it was like you know graphic content, whatever. And of course, that just makes you more like, oh, what are we watching? What are we? Yeah, exactly. But then you realize, oh, okay, this is this is like this is the graphic content that even I'm kind of like not in. Like you know what I mean? Like graphic content, like jackass shit. You know, like Johnny Knoxville. Like <laughs> you know, whatever. That's that's one thing. This is like, oh man, like that's like, but it's never gonna leave my head. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll always have that visual because of this douchebag that just walked up to some guy and shot him yeah like i don't do you understand how people can do that i don't and like i don't like this is why i don't like to uh like um people like philip defranco now who philip defranco on youtube he's like a news channel um but he on that like when talking about stuff like that he doesn't talk about their names. He doesn't post their pictures or anything like that. That's good. To prevent them from, to prevent other people from doing the same thing and trying to get that fame. True. Because like, that's what people are looking for. It's like, oh, entertainment, fame, more people want to do it now. And it's a cycle. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, I just really hate like that people kind of buy into it. Like with their views, I guess. Buy into it like just like um necessarily I mean necessarily um just kind of like seeing not necessarily actively like saying oh like I like this kind of content but like the more views you get the more likes at least what I can see is like it pushes people to say like oh well, maybe I can do this and get my agenda out there okay I feel that yeah. What do you feel about um like are you uh like are you like pro gun? Are you not pro gun? Like what is your kind of view on that whole situation? Uh say I go back and forth. Cause like in this day and age, like yeah I don't wanna say you need one, but you kinda do. Mm -hmm. Like is with the uh, the amount of guns out there. It's like, oh well, in a perfect world, no one has guns. No, no one needs guns. But now it's like, well, this crazy person down the road who is obviously crazy has a gun. I'm kind of going to get one to protect myself. Yeah. And it's like, well, I, I want to stick true to my ideals and not, I'm not going to buy one. I'm not going to purchase it. Uh huh. But at the same time, it's like, well, now I have to be a little bit more afraid because like if crazy person down the road says, I'm going to be crazy today and pull out my gun and wave it all over the place. Well, now I'm, <laughs> I do. now I'm terrified. Yeah, there's a there's a big argument about that. It's and um, who told me this? I think it was one of my friends. Uh, um, I don't want to name drop, but uh, they were like something like they like they told me they had just gotten their 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 license to carry, and I was like, okay, cool, that's great, awesome, good for you. And they're like, there was really no training for it. Mm. You know what I mean? They're real like, and I don't know if this applies nationwide. But this person was like, there really wasn't training for it. Like, it was sort of just kind of like, all right, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? Okay. And then I came back to them. I was like, well, that doesn't seem right to me because 
let's hypothetically say you're sitting in a restaurant and a crazy guy walks in, like you just said, waving his gun around. And now you feel like, oh, cool, I got my gun on me. Now I can, now I can use that talent that I just recently acquired. And you pull it out and you are so not trained to be using this gun. You actually could potentially it's cause so- more damage. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. And it's like, well, what? why do we give this person a gun just so he cannot be trained for it? And it's like, well, he can pay for the extra training. And it's like, or we can, <laughs> or we can just like kind of make it an inclusive thing. Yeah, and just, an all-in-one package. <laughs> yeah, make it, make it a little bit prohibitively expensive. So no one, no one really wants to do it. But if so, like they have it, they have the training. Mm-hmm. Now we're good. Yeah, I agree, dude. I agree. Yeah, this person, like, yeah, they were like, yeah. Huh, I never really thought about that. <laughs> I was like, I mean, that's one scenario. I mean, just the fact that you really don't know, like, how to really hold a, like, you, like, dude, I've only fired a gun once in my life at a firing range. And that was, like, the craziest thing. The, like, the, the most mind-blowing thing about that whole thing was that I realized in movies, you will literally be deaf. Like, I don't know how people are not deaf. Like, John Wick, for perfect example. How is this guy not deaf? All the guns he's shooting? Dude, I was... And I had earmuffs on and I felt like I was going to go deaf just from shooting this gun. And I was like, dude, if I didn't have these earmuffs on, I can't imagine what I would be feeling in my, you know, like the ringing in my ears. I don't like, I don't understand how people in movies are like, they're just firing. They're just going through nothing's happening to them. And pew, pew. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like pew, 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 pew. Like you can't tell me they all have silencers. Like John Wick doesn't use silencers. No. No, hell no. It blew like it blew my mind. I was like, "Wow, that's makes me look at movies differently." Like, but like firing gun, like I'm just like, dude, like I love movies that show that side effect. You know, like when someone fires a gun and they're like, <laughs> like you know, kind of like 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 if you look at them, they're like it looks like they're losing their mind in a way because like that's what I felt. I felt like, whoa, hold on, did I just enter the twilight zone? Like I felt like do 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 like I I I might have heard that music for a second, but blew my mind and just the firing, just like I don't even know what kind of gun it was. Like my buddy was like, "Hey, you want to go to the firing range?" Yeah, let's go. Um, do you remember Boyd? Boyd Fulmer? No. You don't remember Boyd Fulmer? That's who it was. Oh man, he's like my best friend in life. Um, uh, but anyways, we went and that the ear thing blew my mind, and then just the. Like it was just a, it was like a handgun and he was like, it's going to pull back. Like you're going to feel this. And I was like, no, I'm not. And so I'm holding it and I'm firing. And I'm just like, like it, sh- <laughs> it pushed me back. And I'm, I'm really not that big of a dude. I mean, you can see like, I'm like 130, I think. So, I mean, it's not a whole lot to push me back, but I was just blown away by it. Mad respect for people like cops and shit that can do that and like maintain like posture and composure and do you ever all right, so do you ever watch police activity? No, no. On 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 YouTube? Mm-mm. It's sort of like the show Cops, but completely like uncensored and uncut. So like and it shows the good and bad side of cops. So like they'll put videos up of like cops doing, you know, like the corrupt shit. You know what I mean? Like beating the people, like, mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Trying to get them submissive. But then there's the other side where it shows cops that are literally like going through hell and a handbag to just try to get this guy to stop, you know, like, like, sir, get your hand off. I will, sh- sir, take your hand. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think there's a stigma of people like think that most cops just shoot. Yeah, no, no, but 
No means. Definitely not. You watch this channel and you see both sides of the coin. So you see that, yeah, there are the bad ones, but then there's a lot of good ones out there that just do their job. They don't take it to, you know, so they don't take it so to heart that they feel entitled. I think that's the real problem. Like you put a badge on someone and all of a sudden they feel like God, <laughs> you know, I think you watch this channel. It's one of my favorite channels. And, um, it's a police activity. Police activity is what it's called. And, uh, it just blows your mind. I mean, yeah, there's graphic shit. It's it, like, it, it doesn't censor when they shoot people and shit. You know what I mean? So you really feel like you're there and it's all the body camera footage, but whew, intense, man. That's one job I could never do. Yeah, no. Could you? No. You a cop? Not a chance. No? No, I think, I think like, um, I'm pretty mellow for the most part, but like. For sure, yeah. If something were to like happen, I might lose that mellowness real fast. So you got a real fight or flight kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think, uh, I think a lot of people do. I think it's, it's, uh, have you ever been put in that kind of a situation where it's sort of like you almost don't recognize yourself for a second? Um. Eh. Not really. Um, I try to avoid that kind of thing. Okay. Um, more or less like if for some reason like something is going like the other way, I know how to like take myself out of the equation and calm down and relax. Gotcha. But um, I do know like a whole ton of people that like will flip that switch and to hell with everything. Really? Yeah. Have you seen it? Like yeah, firsthand. Sure. Yeah. Like um, a couple family members actually. Family members. Yeah. And, and, and all around, they're great people. It's just sometimes, like, when you can't handle the situation, there's no, con like, that con loss of control is very easy. Yeah. Was there, like, like, I don't know how sensitive you are to, like, was there, like, alcohol involved? Or? No, um, it's just, the like, the way we grew up. Um, I grew up down in, like, not necessarily the bad ghetto, like, like it's no, no, like, old Compton or, like, old Brooklyn or anything like that. But it was, it was still like Daytona Beach. It was still kind of tough, especially being a little kid uh -huh. growing up. So like you learn like things that you really shouldn't have to. Okay. Um. So like, for example, like when we were younger, we'd always have to fight, like no matter what. So like that kind of thing, like it's just built up aggression. And it's like, well, when we when I got older, I learned how to channel it out and relax and kind of, but some of my family members didn't. So it's just kind of, it's all there. What is the worst part? Because I think I got lucky. I didn't grow up in a bad area. What's the worst part of like growing up in in a bad neighborhood? I'm, is it that fact that you have to kind of be on guard? Yeah, that's part of it. But honestly, the hardest and worst part is like growing up, starting out as a kid with someone you know, and you seeing them change to a completely different person. Like, I've had friends that were, like, the nicest kids. And now, like, some of them are just gone off to jail forever because they made a decision that they're like, oh, at the time, this is a great decision. Yeah. But it wasn't. So, so, it's, so it's sort of this, like, they're too far gone? You yeah. Think? Like, there's no coming back? No, there's, al there's always a chance to come back, unless you're a sociopath or a psychopath or something like that. Like, there's always a chance to come back. Whether it takes you time in prison or if, whether you realize, like, I, like at some point, like, oh, yeah, like, it's, I don't want to be this person. It just takes that moment of realization and a little bit of time. Yeah, man, I, 
dude, I commend you, man. Cause you definitely turned out like, like you're one of the, like you said, one of the chillest guys, like and you, and you were always that in high school, right? Like you were, yeah, you were chill, man. Like you just did yourself. Right. Yeah. Um, I, like I definitely have to th- give thanks to like the community around me too. Palm Coast doesn't have that much of a community. Um, but at the same time, like the people that I surrounded myself with at the time, like definitely helped me like realize like, oh, like you can chill, you can be cool. And like I moved a little bit too when I was in, even when I was younger, uh-huh. I went from living in like Daytona to like, I moved up to Asheville for eight, nine months, came back and I was kind of starting to become a different person. And then people that um, I had first met when I came, moved here in Palm Coast, we're all really nice people. So kind of like helped to fit the part. I had to be a little bit nicer. And then it just kind of grew as a personality trait. And I was like, hey, I'm a winner here. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's 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 really refreshing because um, did you have a good high school experience? Yeah, for yeah. the most part. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I so look back on it incredibly fondly. It, yeah, for sure. You know? I'm, like I remember like some of the negatives and stuff like that and it's like they weren't even that bad. Will I go to the high school reunion? Probably not. Oh yeah, that's right. They they made a group the other day and yep. I'm like, I don't think I want to do that. Yeah, someone put me in that. I think it was uh Do you know Javante Walker? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, she and and she came on the podcast recently. Uh that was cool to see her again. I haven't seen her in ages. Dude, she's uh she's like um Dude, she's like everything. She like she's like a mentor. She's like really focused on trying to um, get into that kind of self help kind of thing for other people. You know what I mean? Like to to kind of be a mentor for anybody, really. So I was like, "Are you like a therapist?" And she was like, "Not really. I fall like it's like a subsection of therapy." Um, I wouldn't cl- like. I don't know if she wants to classify it as therapy, but dude, she does that. She, uh, she like she wants to be an author, and and we just had such a great talk. But um, yeah, she put me in that group, and I was like, "Do I really want to go? Who's gonna like? Who is going? <laughs> and I'm, where is it going to be? Like, yeah, you know, I don't think they have that sort of yeah. But even then, it's like I don't. Know. I spent quite a bit of time when I was younger with those people, and some people I miss and enjoyed and some Uh people i don't really care to ever see again (laughs) it's like well i'm not gonna especially like if i'm doing something that's far more interesting to me i'm not gonna put myself in a room with a bunch of people that i don't really like that i haven't seen in 10 years it just doesn't make sense to me (laughs) well that's the thing it's like it's really i think it's it comes down to what like what exactly are you doing at this high school reunion and where is it taking place now as far as i understood from that group it seems like they're aiming for like a park like a public park which just seems so uh uneventful yeah <laughs> like wow we're gonna have a reunion in a park okay i mean if they could get it at the high school that would be nice that would be pretty cool i would contemplate it more so just to be like I want to see what the high school looks like now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I haven't been back there since I feel like I took my niece there for like some dance or something, or I feel like I've been there for something. I feel like I've been to a couple Flagler auditorium shows and whatnot. And, but I've never like been in the school, you know what I mean? Like down the halls and everything. And well, it's funny. A couple, 
So after I graduated, and in the meantime, while I was in college, I actually volunteered for maybe four years after high school. Oh, back at high school? Yeah. Okay. Because uh, my favorite, one of my favorite teachers, Mr. Beckett, um, he'd always allow me just to come out and like help and everything like that. That's awesome. So I just volunteered. And if I, if I was needed, I helped. If not, I just kind of sat there and just hung out for a bit. Yeah. And it was, it was a nice time. Um, but, you know, at, after a while, I was like, I don't really think I need to anymore. Uh-huh. So I just kind of stopped. And I don't go up there anymore and anything like that just because I'm always so busy. For sure. I, yeah. Dude, I, I, man, I, I, I really wish, and I know this is what everyone says, but I wish I could have the mind that I have now. And then I wish I could take that mind and stick it in my 2007 to 2011 body. You know what I mean? Cause I know for a fact that I didn't appreciate it as much. No, not at all. Not as much. I knew I appreciated it. I knew like, all right, I'm going here because I love to do the theater thing. That was my thing. I loved doing the plays and the musicals. That's what kept me going. You know what I mean? If you, if you would have cut that, I would have probably been a high school dropout, if I'm being completely honest. There was nothing for me in those, in those classes. They, those were torture. Yep. You know? <laughs> and besides the people that I you know, made contact with that made it bearable, dude, that, that stuff I didn't like. But it was always the, oh, okay, so at this time I get to do this. After school, I get to do this. All right, that's what's getting me through. But dude, I didn't appreciate it. I know I didn't appreciate it as much as I could. And it's just weird that you have to get older and then it, and then it kicks in. That's the cruel joke of life <laughs> that I realized. Like, it's like, why? why? Like, why are we wired that way? Why can't we be wired in such a way where we're just like always appreciative of everything 100%, you know? Yeah, I, like, uh, it's funny. Like, I, I kind of, I, I feel exactly what you're saying. Because, like, there are some parts where I'm like, oh, man, I should have done better. should have worked harder. But then it's like, that's the, the hardest part of your life, right? So, second to, like, your 20s. 20s are the worst. Um, But, like, you have to go through and you have to, like, kind of try to figure out who you are. You have to go through and you have to still go and go to school every day and learn and if you have bullies, well, you have bullies. Um, yeah, if your home life is off, then, like, you have that. And then you have everything else that's going on. On top of that, you're trying to, like, find friends that kind of, you know, like, are equal to you or help um, equal to something in some way. Yes. And then you have all these other things, like I said, going in, on in your life. So it's like, I, I don't miss that part. <laughs> Like, I'm glad, like, I've met a lot of the people that are still around in my life because they helped imprint on me a better person. Um, I'm glad, like, my family life it wasn't, like, the greatest, of course. Like, it is what it is. But, like, I, st like, I still come and try my best to spend time with my family as mm -hmm. much as I can. Um and like my friends are still my friends. I've lost so few friends leaving high school because I actively uh, try to keep in touch with whoever I can. Yeah. So it's like, well, I'm happy, like, not necessarily where I am now because I'm never going to be 100% happy in my position. 
I'm always going to want just a little bit more until I fe- until I get that one spot where I'm like, oh, I'm living in the mountains. I'm kind of rich, but I don't need the money. I'm actually unknown. That's that's kind of where I want to be. That's what you want to be. Yeah, just kind of slightly unknown, pretty rich, and <laughs> in a sink in a log cabin up in like the mountains somewhere where it's always foggy. Wow, dude, you got that down to a T, man. That sounds pretty dope, though. Honestly, like I like that kind of. You don't want to be prolific. You don't want to have to worry about if you go to a Starbucks, someone's gonna be like, oh "My God, that's KJ Chambers." Oh my God. Yeah, like <laughs> when I was, I think I, it was in high school. I like came up with a, like this thing. I would always, I always want to be rich, not famous. Famous is where the problems come from. True. Everyone's like, "Oh, well, what is this famous person doing today?" Oh, Brad Pitt just walked out of blah blah blah's home. It's like, well, it's none of your business. <laughs> like I'm doing, I'm doing my own life. Like, yeah. do yours. Yeah. Log cabin though, huh? Well, an architecturally designed cabin. Yeah. Huh. I've never been up in like that kind of a, like an area, you know, I've only ever seen it on like television or in photos and whatnot. And it, like, it, it looks like a cool lifestyle. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you ever get the chance to take a trip out to Vermont. Vermont's where to go? Yes. Just like not any of the big city, bigger cities, not Montpelier or Burlington or anything like that. Try to like one of the ski towns where it's just like a handful of people during a certain time of the year. Okay. And like check it out there or like Asheville or Boone or anywhere in the rock or anywhere in the Rockies or the Smokies. Okay. Like it's really nice. So you obviously have to really like winter, right? Yeah. You like winter? (laughs) I don't hate it. I don't, I don't appreciate the sub zero cold weather. (laughs) But, like, I enjoy the snow and, like, fog and rain. Yeah. So I'd love to live in, like, Washington State. Dude, what are you doing in Florida, man? <laughs> I'm trying to make it off. <laughs> We're taking it one day at a time. And this is the polar opposite. Yep. <laughs> I, mean, the, I mean, the rain. The rain. The rain is great. You'll get rain for sure, yes. But then it's that a lot of times, I don't know if you notice it as well, but it's like, it's like a disgusting rain. So it's like, it'll rain. And then it's like, obviously the humidity kicks in. And then it just seems like every bug and insect and everything just comes up out of the ground. And it's like, Ooh, it just rained. <laughs> Hi guys. I'm, I'm in today. Yeah. Ah, I don't know what I'm doing here still. Like I hate Florida. Yeah. Absolutely hate it. The one good thing I think is like, it's uh, actually never mind. It's kind say? of expensive to live here. Yeah. Like, it's funny because it's like, oh, well, everyone, everyone's moving to Florida because it's such nice weather. And then it's like, everyone's moving to Florida for school. And then everyone's like, well, all the, all the homing, housing places are just like, how much can we charge for rent? Uh-huh. And it's like unbearably high. It's like, I think just getting an apartment at like one of these, oh, we just built another apartment complex places is like $1,200 a month. Yeah. Or if you're lucky, you can find one for a couple hundred, but it'll be like a ratty place. And it's like, well, I just kind of want the metal. Like, <laughs> I don't mind it being a little ratty, but I also don't want to spend like $1,200 a month. True. Yeah, it's it, it, it's tough. 1200 on, like, you know, most people, most, like, I I feel comfortable saying I couldn't do 1200 a month. I couldn't. 
I like I would need a roommate. You know what I mean? You need to divide that responsibility. If you don't have that, I don't know how people do it, honestly. Yeah. And like even where I am now, it's not that bad. It's sub sub a thousand. A month? Yeah. Okay. And, and it's a pretty decent sized place, but it's like even that is still a lot of money for one person to handle. And it's just you. Yeah. And like wow. The way my apartment is set up is I can't divide it into a like a second room or anything like that. So it's like, well, I can't have a roommate here. <laughs> so like how does it like what's the layout look like? So it's it's basically a one bedroom. But it's the size so the living room and kitchen area is about the size of this area here. Right here? Yes. Okay. And it's basically the whole front wall's a window. Okay. So it kind of nice. yeah, it like a sliding door kind of thing? No, no, it's it's an older building. It's a historic building. So like there's four large windows like in in the front room. Gotcha. And then okay. in my room there's like four large windows and it kind of like but there's no way to like separate it off. It's just kind of an open layout, which is good for me. You like that. I okay. like open layout, <laughs> but it doesn't, it's not good for my wallet. So like what, uh, what is it like a lease kind of thing? It's actually, yeah, it's actually month to month. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I, I've been thinking like move out. Why not? Like this is what, I, this is the reason why I wanted this month to monthly. So if I wanted to leave, mm -hmm. I can. Yeah. So I think I'm going to do that and just try to like spend the summer in North Carolina and see where that takes me. And what you got uh, family up there or just like friends? Family. Family. And just like just... live in one of their garages or basements or something like that <laughs> deal with the big spiders yeah yeah man i uh i used to live at the european village i wanted to live there it's nice it's nice uh it's um ours was actually it's actually really affordable compared to like what you have because like i'm sure it's a thousand a month right mm -hmm. just that right then you have to do all the Everything, right? Um, well, electric and... Just electric. Oh, just electric? Yeah, Everything else in is included? Yeah. Okay. So that's not that bad. European Village, all-inclusive. And it was 850 a month. What? <laughs> when I was there, this was uh, January 2018 to January 2019. Um, it was 850 a month and it was uh, me and my girlfriend. So that was an easy divide right there. You know what I mean? Very, very affordable. And it was sort of just like a long hallway essentially it was like you just walked in and it was a long hallway separated by a wall that had a sliding door so you could you had the the bedroom right here sliding door go in kitchen living room balcony that's it see this one's nice though it is nice you have to worry about getting like those because it was like two units kind of because when that place was first designed it was designed as like a hotel essentially like a resort you know for people visiting to stay so they're sort of like hotel rooms in a way. Um, so there's like a door in the middle that leads to another room. Oh. So you have to worry about getting like a, like a really, because those, those fucking walls were so paper thin. It was awful at times. We got lucky. We got really lucky. Um, so I would, like for future reference, like I would try to find a place that didn't have that, you know, like, because I don't, I don't want to risk that ever again. Like it's, a, it's such a gamble and it paid off for us. Someone was looking after us because for a year we had a great time there. Um, 
But of course, it sucked because down downstairs you had that whole like open area of like restaurants and shit. And everyone's always partying down there. Everyone's always partying down there. So like at like Friday, Saturday nights at midnight, you're trying to go to sleep because you have a, a shift in the morning and they're they're fucking down there barring it up till three in the morning. And it's just like, oh, God. All right. But you, you know, you kind of get used to it. You kind of adapt to your surroundings. And yeah, I mean, that's kind of how it is with me. Like, um. I live on the like basically on, Gr- on Granada and Orman, and on that main road, like all the bikers and everything like that, and whoever has a loud car at four in the morning, they want to go by as Speed fast by. as they can. Are you in that? Are you in that complex by that Walmart? No, I'm further down. I'm actually right, um, right off of Beach Street. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so um, you know where the grind is and everything like that. The grind. Is that the coffee place? Um, or no? Or am I thinking? Is that totally different? No, no. It's right in the, It's right in that area. But it's like um, it's a restaurant, a gastropub. Okay. So it's right over there. I'm trying to imagine. I, I've been on that road a few times. I, I used to work on Beach Street on the the the, the Daytona Magic shop. Gotcha. I yeah. remember that. I yeah. Like, <laughs> man, that seems like such a long time ago. Yeah. Well, that was like 2012. Yeah, that was somewhere around there. 2012. Because I went. After before that was Theater Magic in St. Augustine on St. George Street. I remember that too. Yeah. Um that was a fun gig. That was, that was an all right gig. Douchebag management though. I don't mind calling them out on that. Like d- d- douches left and right. I met one of my best friends though there. So that was again, it's weird. Like, you know, you shit happens and then you meet like, you know, you met your one like one of your best friends you said in college, right? Mm-hmm. So like that shitty experience that almost seems pointless. You like, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. That happened. And if I didn't go there, then where would I be without that? You know what I mean? So that's what I look back on the theater magic shit with. It's like, uh, I didn't really have fun there. Kind of sales pitching magic. Like, the hell? Like, I love doing magic. Or I, I used to love doing magic until I did these two magic shop gigs. And it just killed it because it turned it into a, a business. You know? Someone would walk in and you'd be like, hey, guys, come over here. Let me show you a trick. You start connecting with them, right? Like mm-hmm. how, like I'm connecting. But now imagine someone else walks in, and I'm like, "All right, see ya. He'll help you. Come over here, guys. Let's see a trip." It's just like it was a weird thing to to do. I'm not wired that way. I, I love doing something like this. I love getting to know a person and, and hearing their stories and shit. And I had to divide my attention so quickly to make a a sale. Yeah, that's and that's something that like uh, when when I'm at FedEx, it, it kind of like kills me too it's like i want to take the time to help this person but like we got we got to make money come on what time is it like, come on why are you taking so long and it's like well dude like how are how do you expect me to do anything if i'm being distracted in four different ways i can make i can have one good product or i can have like 10 kind of good products are you uh do you do you deliver or are you like in an office i'm in uh fedex kinko's basically What's Kinko's? Um, copy and printing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's sort of like a like a like a like a office building that people come into. Yeah. To drop off their packages and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So yeah, like we do a lot, little bit of everything. All right. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that. I feel that. It's it's. Well, it's like one of the main things that I complain about there is like there are so few of us. They're actually working that if anyone's ever sick or anything like that, we're short. Ooh. So it's like, well, come on, we need help. No one ever wants to help. Is that a 
Cause I'm like, dude, seriously, like where I'm at now, like without name dropping, uh, sort of similar to you with the coffee shop shit, but this kind of gives it away the bigger one. Right. So it's like, ah, I don't know. It's such a, it's just such a, you know, day to day thing. And you take out the people that make it bearable. That's always what it is. It's people that make the the shit bearable. You take those people out and it's just like, okay, this is what I'm doing. All right. So like, I'm thinking like, you know, honestly, like how you have your envisionment, envisionment, I think that's the word, this idea of like how you want your life to be. So you want to be, you know, somewhat rich, not famous at all over here in a log cabin with incredible amounts of fog. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Dude, my envisionment, if that's the word, I want to do this. I want to do this right here. I want to be my own boss in a way. I want to have no, no restrictions. I want to have no censorship. I want to have nothing. I just want to do this where I talk to people, get to know them, share their stories. If it helps people, that's the, that's the little cherry on top of it. But if it's just entertaining, that's all that I can ask for. That's what I want to do with my life. So when I'm doing something like what I'm doing, you know, we'll say nine to five, but it's really not nine to five. But if I'm doing that, I, I, I feel drained, man. You know? Well, and like good thing, the good thing with like you doing this is like this is the perfect time to do it. Like there's so much more exposure, so much more freedom now that like you can make this your living, and you can you can have everything that you want. Like before, it was just kind of like, oh well, I need to be in contact with someone that can help me get it out there. But now we have like we have wonderful internet now. So you can just like put stuff out there, and when someone when someone inevitably, inevitably <laughs> latches onto it, like you're like you're golden, and like that person only pushes you one step further. Yeah. So it's like we we live in such a great time. Sometimes it's scary. It is. It is. And I mean, yeah, you you speak the truth there. I mean, there's so many outlets. You know, whether it's YouTube whether it's all the social media platforms and then of course the financial stuff. So like people can support you on Patreon. They, they can support you. I mean, I technically am sponsored, so I have a form of payment. It's not incredibly huge, but it's not something that I could just be like, all right, I'm quitting today, guys. Bye. I'm going to go podcast for the rest of my life. It's not there yet, but it's just, you know, you are right. I mean, it's not like a, well, damn, this can only be a hobby, but it is sort of like you have to, you have like consistency, you know what I mean? That's the strongest ass asset to anybody. I think with anything, if you're consistent, whether it be doing a podcast, whether it be doing a, a let's say, cause there's people that love what I do for my day to day job. There's people that love that job. Like they like speak so highly of it and I don't understand how, but they're like, I love this place. If they're consistent, they move up right? Move up to management, move up to whatever, area manager, whatever. You Consistency is the hardest thing, but also the most rewarding thing I've found. It's hard to be consistent, you know, whether it be pumping out new episodes constantly, you know. Um, but it is the most rewarding thing because people latch on to consistency. They, 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 they see like, oh, okay, that guy's consistent versus this guy over here that kind of is all like like a jellyfish. <laughs> I'm gonna stay with this guy. This guy's consistent. You know what I mean? We love consistency, and it's that's the thing to do. Um, dude, 
after you do okay so we went off on like major side tangents and but i just want to get back to the the road trip aspect of how you initially started the story so you're road tripping and what happens that you because like you said you took away some like major life lessons from that right Mm -hmm. just going on road trips like like some of the main things that like i can take away from like that is nature like being out in nature will always calm you right like going like i i remember just going out and like going to orlando hanging out with friends in orlando and then go coming back and realizing like oh shoot a national park oh shoot look at this thing this plant our planet has given us like looking at it it's like well i don't want to sit in like orlando like i want to be in yosemite or for those people that like to say yo smite yo smite like it's it's like oh well cool like now like i know i need to one of the like one of my life lessons is like i need to be better at taking care of like my what was it um to doing my part to take care of the planet right so like if i can pick up trash or something then like it's it's one step into like the return like a return on an investment right it's like well what else can i do it's like well now now that it's not so messy around like i can focus on doing other things in my life like and when it comes to the consistency it's like well i'm doing this every day like what else can i do to help what else can i learn mm-hmm. like i can tell you a year ago like when i first started when i first moved into my apartment like um i couldn't take care of a plant like it, i'm really good at killing everything in <laughs> like the, that's green in my house okay and like now like it's like well cool like i can take care of stuff so like where can I where can I go next to help take care of stuff? And my ex, what she she's actually trying to do is she's trying to go back to school for environmental stuff. Um, she wants to see what she can do to, to change there. Like that's why like I got a national park pass. Okay. Like one, we need to take care of our national parks. Like that's one that's one life thing that. Once they're gone, they're gone. We will never have them back. So, like, we need to take care of those. So, I, $80 is yearly. It's nothing. Come to think of it, like, if I went to any national park today without that pass, it's been $30. So, it pays for itself. So, that's one thing. Um, so, wait, hold on. The $80 is for what? A national park pass. You can go to any of the national parks that are, like, recognized by the government for free. Essentially, oh, okay. uh, if you want to camp there, you have to pay a little fee or whatever, but that's nothing. And do you know what that $80 is kind of put towards? Um, it's towards just like um, park maintenance, okay, and everything like that. Okay, that's what I was hoping you were gonna say. Like, yeah, oh, like that's just how they pay their employees. Yeah, well, I mean, that well, maybe too. it is too. Yeah, but, but it is for sure park maintenance. Good. Um, you don't want to go to a dirty national park. And a couple years ago, when the government shut down, and there are no people cleaning the parks. A lot of people realize that. What's the best park in Florida? Florida's kind of an iffy place. I was huh? going to say, like, lightly using the word best. <laughs> I mean, 
I can't specifically say just because I haven't been to that many here in Florida. Okay. Um, I was on Sunday. I actually went to the Everglades, and that was just so unlike any other national park I've gone to, at least from the part I went to. Like, there is like a specific park entrance, right? But there, at the same time, there's really not. Um, it's just it's just a weird one. But I actually enjoyed I enjoyed my time at the Everglades. Yeah. Um, I went on an airboat ride, something I've never done before, because I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be like a a crazy thing, and I might fly out or something." Right. But no, it's actually a really like relaxing, smooth ride through the swamplands of Florida. Well, that's weird because I was gonna say so. The Everglades is considered a national park. Yep. But it's mostly it's actually it's all th- water, right? Mostly, but um. I think what makes it a national park is just like the pres- it's a giant preserve for wildlife. Okay. Like you really can't build on it or anything like that. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking like a park, like land, trees, grass. I was, I thought that too. <laughs> I, <laughs> and then we went there this week and I was like, holy crap, this is just giant swampland, huh. but it's really cool. It's, and it's the park guy was telling me it was a third of. It's a third of the state of Florida. Okay. I was like, that is a big park. That is a big park. So what is, okay, so Florida excluded, what is the best park that you have experienced in your life? Zion. Zion? Yes. Not have any affiliation with the Matrix. No, no. That would <laughs> be a cool national park. <laughs> but no, Zion National Park uh, is one of my favorite. Um Outside of like it having so many different things you can do, um, it's one of the biggest that I've been to, at least. Um, and where is it again? It's in Utah. I believe it's in Utah. Utah? Hold, hold on. Right. <laughs> like, the, the trusty Google. Yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong there, but I believe it is. Uh, it's weird. Normally, I have like my laptop here to just in case like any of that shit happens, I can always Google. <laughs> yeah, then it's, it's in Utah. Okay, Utah is the one state that has the best parks. Um, there's Arches, um, Arches National Park and Canyonlands, which are really just like cream of the crop. Like on at those parks at night, it's so dark that you can actually look up and see the stars and with, like with no problem. Um, and the camping there is really nice, unless it's raining. If it's raining, it's not nice. Damn, yeah, dude, isn't that, that's a rarity in life where you can look up and you see nothing in terms of human-created light, right? Yeah. That's rare, and that's getting rarer and rarer. And it's, like, the saddest thing, because I like the stars. (laughs) Like, now I'm going to have to, like, go into space. Yeah. And just have it that way. Yeah, man. That blow, oh man, I always think like what, 50 years from now, what is, what's going to, like, what is this world going to look like? Just, we'll say 50. That's not that long. No. But 50 years is a lot of time for, Jesus, whether, I mean, every corner I turn, there's some kind of construction going on, you know, tearing trees down. There's, and then they're putting up another dollar general. Like, it's like. I like I like comfort, but I don't like it that much. Yeah, man. Like sometimes like it's all right to struggle and be like have a little hardship. I think it builds character. Well, cuz 
do you remember? Okay, so just to tie it back to the high school days, back. Okay, so here's the high school. In the back of the high school was essentially just all like. I remember before they cut out the area for Target. Like, it was just nothing. Nothing. Like, I remember how, like, desolate Palm Coast was. And now (laughs) it's like, oh, well, I have all this stuff everywhere. Like, I don't really like it here. (laughs) And they're just adding more to it. Like, by the movie theater. I don't know if you know. Like, Oh, I saw the... I was like, where did those come from? I was just up here. Yeah, it just went up in, like, three months. Just everywhere. All spots. They just tore it down. I mean, it was sort of, like gone anyway from like when they just tore everything down back there but now they just put up apartment buildings and this and then this like and it brings me back to where like i was telling you before like how expensive apartments are oh yeah because i'm positive those things are going to be over a thousand dollars for sure yeah someone was telling me because one of my friends is moving in there but they're moving in with like four people so it's going to be really affordable for that is nice (laughs) but uh yeah like they think they look great but i was just like thinking it hit me one day. I was just driving down. It's I think it's called Bulldog Drive or something towards the movie theater. And I was like, I would love to go back into 2010 and just see what this looked like because none of this was here. Maybe maybe the movie theater was there. I think the movie theater was there. That's it. And now it's like this whole like in it, it's almost like a little bustling city at this point, you know, and it just keeps getting bigger, bigger and bigger. And it's scary, dude. It It, it really scares me. I mean, well, this, I don't know if I don't know how often you're down in Daytona, um, but that brown and brown building over on like Beach Street, it, um, it's um uh, right next to, um, Tia Corys and everything yeah. like that. It's not far um from where you used to work at the Magic Shop. Okay, they're building this giant office building. It's huge, and a year ago it was. Like nothing there. It's just like ground level base everything, and now they're like two thirds done with it. Okay. And it's pretty big. It's a big size building, and it's like, well, when did this happen? <laughs> and it's like I remember me and my ex were walking around after having tacos, and it was just elevator shafts, and now there's all glass in the building, and it's uh, almost done. That's crazy. It's like either I'm moving through time really fast or they're building really fast. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I do, like, do you find yourself thinking about like the future a lot? Like I definitely I do. do. I do for sure. Like a little, little paranoid for the future. Yeah. But. Yeah. Like what, like, okay. What is your most, like, what's your number one kind of, I don't know if fear is the right word, but like, like you said, like, like the parent, what's the number one thing that makes you paranoid about the future? Oh, because for me, it's, it's what we've just been talking about. It's like where at some point we're just going to run out of space. I don't think it's going to be in our lifetime. I mean, I think a couple, like there are a couple different things. Like one, like it's going to be so like a lot of people don't believe in global warming. I don't understand that. Cause it's like, I remember as a kid, it was never this hot. Uh, the ice caps are melting because. Yeah, of course you, they are. Did you see that video? Of, oh yeah. Of uh, what is it, Antarctica? Yeah. It would, like hit its highest temperature or something, and like someone was filming one of the giant glaciers, and it just came down, man. And it's like we've gotten to a point to where it's like all these things, and it's like, well, our environment's gonna be gone. Uh huh. 
But then the next step was like is like our government's constantly spying on us. Like it's a known fact the tech companies are too. And it's like, well, how do we stop that? Is that a like is that an issue for you? Like uh, guaranteed we're being spot like this is like this is what's doing it. Yep. Right here. Yep. <laughs> but it's it kind of it doesn't bother me. Like I mean it it bothers me in a sense like where's privacy going? I, I do enjoy that privacy, but it's slowly being melted away by these companies. Like I don't want to have to like present my ID every time I go buy a cup of coffee. And like while that's not here yet, it will be. You think that'll be a thing? Yep. Yeah. Like you walk in and it's like scoop. Yep. Yeah, like oh, you're picking up your coffee. Prove it's you, and that's all it takes. And it's like well, but that could just be a measurement to like make sure that it's. it's but it's, it took a lot to make this coffee. I need to make sure KJ is the, the rightful owner of this damn coffee. But like it, it like I get it. Like if it's like a geisha or something like that, <laughs> and it's like a really expensive coffee that costs you thirty dollars a cup. But it's not that. It's not like no one's gonna be like, oh, like I need to see your ID. Like, it, no, no, like it's coffee. <laughs> but like it, it's it's kind of scary that like things are going to like a a, a situation to where it's like. I can't just like pop in somewhere and just like do what I need to do and leave without like identifying myself. But it's also because like we're ripe, rife with like these shootings and everything here and everything there that like, everyone's so afraid. It's like, well, at one point, privacy is going to be overtaken by everyone else's comfort. And that's something I don't like. Yeah. It is, it's, well, I mean, cause, all right, so we'll use, a, we'll use the example of, of September 11th, right? Mm-hmm. Prior to September 11th, I mean, you just saw it. I mean, that's how September 11th essentially happened. Uh, there was no real such thing. Like they're like, they had security at airports, but clearly they, like it was, it wasn't up to par because they just walked right through. So now it's you got those body scanners that go around you you get the pat down you get take off your belt take off your shoes i mean at at some point we're probably going to be like stripped down to our fucking boxers at some point you know what i mean and And, and that'll be okay because it's for security like i don't like i i get why like everyone's afraid of stuff but i'm not that afraid of stuff like yeah like if like that last plane that cra- um was it crashed into the Pentagon on 9/11? Like those people fought back. Like there's not any there's not much four or five people can do to a plane of people. So it's like, well, like if we train people to be a little bit more like you know, like aggressive to an aggressor, then like uh you know, like things will people will be like, "Nah, that's not a good idea." Like the guy that like tried to pull out his, pull out his gun at that church, and like four old people like whipped out their guns. <laughs> They're like, okay, and that that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. Where it's like, in a perfect world, I don't I w- I don't want guns, but <laughs> clearly, like if a bunch of old people like pop out, pull out their guns and defend whoever else, or like someone like, and they have that training, then it's perfect. It's like it's a great system. It's just that one guy there that was just sitting there with his gun. He just 
brought on all this extra stuff. Uh, it's it's just a weird, scary time we're living in. Yeah, I've said it a few times on the cast. Uh, I, I'm definitely in the wrong time period. Like, I think I should have been born maybe like 1955. We'll put it 55 because then what? I would have been 20 in the 70s. That would have been a great time. Same. I think that's, <laughs> that's the time I should have been born too. Like, I just, yeah, man. I love certain things about what we got today. Like, I really do. Um, but man, I, yeah, it's just, I think the positives are outweighed by the negatives. And so that's why I'm always like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm living in the wrong time. And I'm actively aware of that every time I wake up happy. I wake up, but I'm very like, yeah, there's something about this feels wrong. I want to go back. I want to, I want to experience what they called the simple life where they knew their neighbor. Like, I don't know my neighbors. Like we haven't been here long, but I don't know them. I mean, back but, in the fifties, apparently that was you just knew him. <laughs> like, oh yeah, neighbor. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. Like, I don't mind. Like, not like if they my neighbors don't want to talk to me, I don't mind it. I keep to myself for the most part. But at the same time, like the simpler life does sound good. It's like, oh, well, like I can go home and relax and just like I don't really need to like go out and like go to a club or go out and try to like do all this crazy stuff because like that's what everyone wants to, everyone wants to do now. Mm-hmm. But like now it seems like it's kind of protocol. It's like, Hey, let's go to Orlando and go to the club or something and like have fun and get drunk. And it's like, I, I make so little money to do that. <laughs> it's like, I make, I make enough to live. Like, and I can't, I haven't even been able to save. Come on. Like, what do you guys expect from me? Yeah. And you got two jobs. Yeah, like I, I am constantly like working. Yeah, like I was amazed because we were gonna try to do this uh, for a few for for a few weeks, yeah. and it just kept getting pushed back because I think some stuff came up with you. And I mean, I understand it, dude. But like, yeah, no, like I know what you're talking about. I was like, wow, he actually found some time to <laughs> to make it up here. Yeah, <laughs> and I like in it's it's so crazy because it's like. For years, I've always wanted. I've always wanted to be in that position to where it's like, oh, I just want to always be like busy and doing stuff. And it's like now, I just I'm like, I don't want that. I just kind of want to relax and just like do a little bit enough to survive and like travel. Uh huh. And go out and like live my life. Dude, you sound like you could be one of those people that I hear about that just like drop everything and literally go into the woods. And you never hear from them ever again. That's the that's the end of the life goal. I can't be saying <laughs> that too loud. <laughs> like I just when I like when I'm in my fifties, sixties, I just kind of want to disappear. You just want to literally go off the grid. Yep. Ooh. Like, dude, but in your fifties and six, like what? You're twenty. Twenty-seven. Okay, so we're the same age. Fifties and sixties, dude. Again, this goes to that future thing. That'll be next to impossible. I know. <laughs> that's and but I'm like that's just like I have to have that goal in that state of mind where like I can do it because if I don't like I don't know where I'd be outside of that. Like I don't want to like live in some nursing home. I don't want to be yeah in some some place to where like my kids have to take care of me or I'm taking care of like I just want to be self sufficient off the grid completely. 
and doing whatever I want to do. Yeah. Whether or not it's in the forest of Washington or the coast of New Zealand. Like, I, I think I can do it. Yeah, you definitely can. You definitely can. So you don't want like that, that, that classic settled down with a wife. I mean, I mean, it, it would be nice, but I also know my, my personality and maybe it, it may work. It may not. Well, I'm not going to like try to like fight to do that particular thing now. Mm-hmm. Like, I think anything that is in that situation, like you have to fall into it. Like you can't actively go and be like, I'm going to find me caveman going to find wife. <laughs> like cavemen going to move to forest with wife. It's not, it's not like that anymore. Like I want to find some, like if that's the case, then like I want someone that will love and care for me. Uh-huh. Like I love and care for them. And I don't know, like one day it'll happen. Yeah. But I'm not going to like actively go out and be like, mm, I'm doing this. Like, I'm going to put myself on the market solely because, like, I'm lonely. I'm not that lonely. Yeah, dude. Uh, that That is something that I, uh, I I still kind of every once in a while struggle with. You know, that that, that longing for someone. Um, because uh, the girl I was telling you about that we lived together at the European Village, no longer together. It was like a two-year relationship. I thought she was the one. And now she's up in South Carolina with... With some other guy, happy for her. She's happy, no, no hard feelings. Um, but I, you know, every once in a while, like I'm pretty comfortable with myself. I consider myself a loner, absolutely. But I find myself thinking, like, damn, like I got a queen size bed, and I'm waking up with no one next to me. <laughs> That's the same for me, <laughs> you know. And it's just like, fuck, damn, this sucks. Like, if I had to choose. Alone or together, I will take together. If like if like you put a gun to my head and say choose one, I'm I'm going together, because you have to. I mean, I think you have to. I think you have to go somewhere together. See, like, and that's that's one good thing, like being in a relationship, right? You always have like someone to like hang out with, and like I don't like that's the I'll say the same thing. Like that's kind of how I feel. Like. Me and my ex, like, we're still really close. Like, I was it over the, the weekend? That's what I went to the National Park with. Oh, nice. So, like, just we, as friends. Yeah. Cool. Like, I mean, I'll always want it on it more than that. Like, I'm, I had, I think I had a wonderful relationship with her. Uh huh. But, like, things weren't, and like, like, we weren't working on ourselves at that point. We were too focused on what the other was doing. Maybe in time, like, things will work out. Maybe they won't. Okay. But, I'm not going to like actively be like, oh, well, I miss you. I need you. Like that was the first month and now we're we're past that. Now I need myself. I need to grow. True. I need to make billions of dollars so I can <laughs> disappear for a while. <laughs> I need to make the money so I can live on that mountain up in in the or up on the mountains in the log cabin. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's it, it, that's that's sort of the it's either you go together, right? So you find someone that wants that same goal, and then that makes it more feasible, makes it more easy to achieve, I would imagine. You have someone that wants that same goal, so you save up for it or whatever. But then it's like, all right, if I got to do this by myself, sort of like you said, you got to kind of, like, where, like, how are you going to afford that? Like, I don't know how much that would cost, but I'd imagine it's... Quite a bit. Pretty penny. So, yeah, yeah. 
it sucks though. Cause it's like, I find myself and maybe you feel the same way. I find myself like sometimes just thinking, how do I like, how I'm not someone that's going to just go up to a girl and be like, here's my number. That's not me. You know what I mean? That's really not me. That's, that's just, I've never been that person. I can't, I, 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 I can't see someone that I find attractive and be like, all right, I'm going to maybe, I mean, maybe one day, but like, I just, I can't do it. I can't walk up to them and be like, here's my number. It's always been, I've somehow known this person, you know, whether it be from high school, whether it be from work, whether it be, I mean, those are usually the only two. Um, well, like I thought that way about myself too. Right. Um, where I met my ex was at Target. I used to actually go into Target a lot. And at first it was just like, oh, like I'm trying to buy stuff, right? And then I saw her one day and I was like, and she was working at one of the, the big coffee coffee places as well. So like I would just kind of like wave for a year. I didn't say a single word to her. I just kind of waved. So I was like, oh, well, like if I say something, she'll reject me. And then one day I just went over and just asked her for her Instagram or something like that. And we just started hanging out. And at the time she had a boyfriend. So like there's not much there, but we became friends. And after, I don't know, almost a year, we started dating. And it it was a great time. Like it, it was a. She was a partner that was definitely down to travel. She wanted to do that. I wanted to do that. That's all I want to do. Like tomorrow, if I had the money, I'd hop on a plane and go somewhere else. But it just takes, you just, the second you say, hey, I'm a travel, or not travel, um, I want to talk to this person. Mm-hmm. Like whether or not I know her or not, is the second, like you'll be surprised whether it's a yes or a no. Because that's all it comes down to. Yes. Okay. Well, that's that. No. Okay. Well, it was nice to meet you. Or do you just want to be friends or whatever, however you want to go about it. Mm -hmm. It just, I think for a while I was afraid to ask these questions. And now I'm just like, I just don't care. Like I'm, I'm getting older every day. And at some point I'm going to be too old to ask these questions so I should just ask them now. And rejection is nothing. Like it's, it's, it seems like the most, th- the biggest thing when you're our age or younger or something like that. But once you get older, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> On to the next. I couldn't, I couldn't do what I, like I couldn't ask a girl out in high school. I was too afraid. And now that I'm, on, now that I'm older, I'm like, <clears throat> Oh, that that's it? Like, we're just asking the girl out? Okay, let's go. <laughs> Dude, but so, like, uh, um, like certain, because, like, I love movies, and, like, I'm always referencing them, and uh, certain movies that I watch, like, I think get, get me overthinking. So, like, one of my prime examples is uh, Hitch with Will Smith. Oh, my gosh, it's a great movie. It's a phenomenal movie. I love that movie. But, like, that movie will really get you thinking, like, man, I really got to... I got to put in some work here. It, just like just the way that premises. Like, yeah, well, and it's funny because I was just thinking of this movie the other day. Hitch? Yeah. Um, no, it's not at all that hard. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's 
the opposite of that hard. <laughs> well, because that's him, right? Uh, the, like the Hitch character is that guy that that has realized sort of, I guess, what you've realized, like, it's really not that hard. And now I'm going to coach guys that, like the Kevin James character, who has like like the worst time with with, with like with the female gender solely because of these movies <laughs> solely because of these movies but like oh man like some of those movies just gets me over like get me overthinking and I'm just like <sighs> but I love a good rom com like I uh, I'm a sucker for those rom coms like if it I love when a when like when a movie can actually with that kind of a story get me you know at the end like I'm a like I'm a very emotional person like it's not that hard to make me cry. And I just love it. Like, cause I do believe like it was, it's, it's strange because that girl I was telling you about Kitty Pagey, um, she's like in an open relationship. She does the, the nude modeling. She like, she is like on a totally different spectrum compared to me. Um, but we were talking and I was like, you know, my belief is that humans are not meant to be with just one person at least at the very least sexually like and the way i justify it is you look at someone and you're attracted to them but you could be with your significant other it's an animal instinct because we're animals right that's it's just an animalistic thing but i contradict myself there because i believe in settling down with one person i believe in true love i believe that you know there's somebody out there for eddie green who it is i don't know i thought i knew and i've been proven wrong time and time again but it's weird. I find it's, it's like a contradiction kind of thing. It's like, you know, I don't believe we're meant to be with one person sexually, at least because we're just, that's, we're just not wired that way. Like you find other people attractive, explain that to me. Like it's an animal instinct. But on the other hand, I do want to settle down. I do want to have one person that I call my own. And then she also told me the same thing. She's like, yeah, eventually at some point I'm going to settle down just right now. I'm, you know, in my twenties and I just want to live a little, I can't judge. And I don't judge. I find it awesome that you can think that way, you know? Yeah. Man, being in the, like, and that's the thing. It's like, when you're in your 20s, like, have as much fun as you can. Because it ain't the same in your 30s. Yeah. Like, I can already see it in my late 20s. Yeah, I was going to say. It's like, <laughs> like, the difference between 22 to 26 is completely different. Like, when you're 22, you're still trying to figure out, like, what style you like. Yeah. When you're like 26, you're just like, what kind of house should I buy? It's like, in four years, come on, that's high school. And the amount of time it takes for you to start and finish high school, your whole identity changes. And it's like, well, crap, it's going to happen again in my 30s and then in your 40s. So it's like, don't worry about so people worry about so much. Don't. Yeah, it is. It's. It's I I have multiple midlife crisis crises 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 yeah crises um yeah every like every few every few years I just because like I think when I turned twenty five I had one I was just like whoa 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 hold on hold on hold on if everything goes according to plan I'm a fourth of my I'm a fourth of the way through my life and let's be real no one really wants to live to a hundred. I, me you do i do you're gonna be so decrepit and most likely probably not able to even wipe your ass no i think <laughs> i think um with uh our modern healthcare, i think you'll i'll have a little bit more mobility in there. yeah or just get like one of those toilets that like spray you those things are nice dude i need to experience one of those yo i tried one over the weekend no shit yo it no was... pun intended <laughs> <laughs> 
It was like, I was like, oh, Fuck. okay. What did that feel like? Feel weird, right? A water jet up your ass. But it like goes up your ass? Like you no, feel like it not going. Through, not through like the, the you know. <laughs> the tightness? Yeah, it just kind of like sprays like the crevice. Oh, so it, it like moves? Um, Some do. Some do. Okay. Not the one I had, but it was just kind of like a wide jet, like about this long. <laughs> and it's just like, it gets all of that. And it's like. And then no, no toilet paper. I mean, I still use some just because, like, you're still spraying water up your ass. Like, you, I'm a dry. <laughs> oh man. Oh, okay. so wait. So hold on. They have toilets that spray your ass, but they don't have a toilet that at the end of that blow dries your ass. I'm pretty sure they do. Okay. Because I know, like, some of them have like, like the more expensive ones, like, have like crazy features, like a heater and everything <laughs> like that. Keep that seat nice and warm, or like nice water temperature control. Wow. So it's like, well, I hold mean, on. Where was this in the Everglades? Um, it was at like um the ex's dad's house. They have one just like on on their toilet. Wow. And basically, all it is is just like the seat that itself that's that has this on it. It's not like the whole toilet, but you can get an expensive one and it has it all on there. So what? Like it comes out from underneath the toilet seat. These little jets, yeah, and they. Oh, okay, so because I was thinking like it's in the toilet and it's spraying no the shit water. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be that would be a thing. That would be almost con like yeah, like, yeah. contradictive. Like I'm shitting in here and now I'm gonna clean myself. But wait, hold on. Even if I flush, I still feel like there's some kind of remaining. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, no, no. Okay. I, like I was just okay. like I, I need to just verify clean it okay dry, or at least dry it but no it was pretty nice damn yeah i need to get one of those I, or and maybe not for my like for here but like i just need to experience what that is like and like it definitely saves on like toilet paper as well it's like 100 oh, percent. just like all if you all, all you need is just a little dry then you're perfect oh yeah oh yeah yep i agree on that and uh yeah but but back to the point uh I don't want to be a hundred, man. I really don't. Even if we have great healthcare, like, I don't know. Well, I mean like, cause there are communities of people that are just like super mobile and like, like they don't need anyone like they, and they're like a hundred plus. Yeah. Those are so like those ones. They're so few and far between when I see people like that. I'm just like, Whoa. Yeah. It's like a, it's, it's like a huge range or a huge, like not really a range, but it's like, on the left side, you have these super active, like, 100-year-old people. <laughs> and on the other side, you have, like, these cr decrepit, like, <laughs> robots. Like, come on. Yeah. There's no middle ground there. No. But, like, when I see those ones that are, like, super active, it looks like they could maybe outrun me. I'm just like, wow, mission accomplished. Like, that's, like, that's an achievement. Like, congrats. But think about it. Like, they're 100. And they, they, they were born in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Like, look at how, how far things have come now. Like, to where it's like, oh, well, our lifespan's already extremely long. And, like, we still have, we have way more mobility. So it's like, well, how many more people are going to live over 100 and that are going to have that mobility from yeah. our lifetime? True. But then if you were to, like, propose that to people that are actually very knowledgeable about that shit. You, oh, they'd be like, yeah, no. Nah. You would probably get some, some kind of... Um, uh, reversal of that being like, well, yes, now we have great healthcare that can extend your life, but at the same time, there's 
a billion more cars out there polluting the earth. Yeah, There's, we're screwed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you look back at those times and they're, you know. Well, I mean, the other thing with it being like, yeah, like we have a lot of pollution and stuff like that now. Like a lot of air pollution, a lot of like groundwater and everything like that. Uh-huh. But it's nothing compared to where we were during the Industrial Revolution. It was nothing but coal burning for like um, years on end. It, it wasn't until what the mid 1900s to where like that kind of like where we figured out how yeah. to really do it without actually yeah. fogging up the whole world. Yeah, and like some countries are not doing the best. I mean, like. Some parts of China, some parts of India, like, but they're getting there. Like, if anything, we're like the one country going backwards. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Look, I don't know anything. Honestly, I, I always like, I need to put this on every episode. I do not come to this podcast. If you're looking for a hundred percent facts, you're not going to get them. You might get a couple. I don't know anything. So you might be right. You might be right that even back then, that's why they're able to live to 100 now because, you know, but now now we have such a way of like filtering everything, whether it be air pollution or, you know, environmentally friendly um, methods, whether it be plastic, whatever, like fuel coming out of your car, going to electric cars, whatever. So we might be able to extend our our lifespan and still maintain that ability to live a life. You know, I'm just afraid of not getting that and being those decrepit ones we're talking about. Yeah. And I don't want that. So at 25, I was like, fuck, I'm a fourth of the way through my life. And what do I got to show for it? You know? So I feel like it's going to be every like five years. I feel like it's when I hit 30, I'm going to be like, whoa, hold on. But see, you can take those times and like think and like learn from them. Like, okay, so where was I five years ago? I was here. Well, now, like, what do I want now? Mm. So it's like, okay, like five years ago, I was struggling because like I didn't know like how to, uh, how much more money I needed or how to make more money. Mm -hmm. And now, like, five years forward, you're like, oh, well, I was here five years ago and now I'm here. Okay, so where do I need to be in the next? Five years. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then just kind of take it one, one step at a time every five years or so. Because then, like, that'll help mitigate the extra stress. And then you can be like, oh, cool. Like, well, I'm progressing. I'm progressing. And, like, it may not show, but I can see, like, the differences, the differences as to where I was when I was 15 years ago when I was younger Versus now where I'm 15 years older. True. Very true. I love that approach. And, and but y- per- perfect example. I used to be so materialistic, you know, like I would, it, it, it just always was like, all right, everything that I have around me is what matters. Whether it be, I was into collecting films, you know what I mean? Like those movies were my life. As sad as that sounds. Like if one of those movies went missing, I would have been like, I would have lost my shit. No joke. I would have been like, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Who took that movie? That's how like materialistic I was. What And now I find myself thinking like, 
I'm just so unattached to material things. Yes, I love certain things. Like if this microphone went missing one day, I'd be like, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Cause it just, it, it, it makes it harder for me to do what I love. You know what I mean? But so many, like there's nothing on my walls in my room. I used to put shit on my walls. I don't do that anymore. I find myself like, I feel like as the old, like the older I get, the more like bare I'm going to get just because I realize it's so, it's so not permanent. You know, I like, I, I just recognize that more and more every day that none of this is permanent. And sometimes I'll even think, about all the back catalog of episodes I've done on this podcast. It frightens me like just a little bit. Like I, w- I would like all these episodes to remain for the, like for the, the amount of time I'm on this earth. So as long as I'm on this earth, I would like people to be able to go back and listen to everything I've done. But if it just one day vanishes, I would be okay with it. You know what I mean? Because I realize nothing is permanent. There's always a, a shelf life. There's always a, a start and a finish. And that's okay. And I guess that was the time for all those episodes to just vanish. But I had fun doing them. Mm-hmm. They made an impact on who they made an impact on. And that's it. And now we move on. I don't know. No, like, I, I definitely feel all that. Right? <laughs> like, a year ago, like, that's all I was interested in is, like, buying new shit, like, having fun. Like, I bought a synth, right? Because um, I, I wanted to try to make music. Not necessarily for everyone to, like, hear. But stuff for me so I can sit back and, like, smash my hands on the keyboard and say, ha this is nice, and just keep going. But, like, now it's like, well, I'm not even, like, invested in that anymore. Like, I, I kind of like having less things. Like, I kind of like wearing, having multiple shirts of the same shirt. <laughs> and just, like, being really minimal with things I buy and... Now I'm like not spending as much money, so like it kind of it kind of works. Mm-hmm. Like um, but at the same time, it's like it's fun sometimes to just like go out and be like, "Huh, look at this fancy like gadget that I acquired." Yeah, Black Friday. <laughs> and it's like, well, I'm not even like, and it isn't expensive. It's not a lot of money. Like to me, at least now, like spending a thousand dollars. Used to be so much money. Like, oh my God, I just spent how much money? And I was like, oh, I spend that on my rent every month. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, like, uh, it's just excuses. For me, at least now, like when I, when I go and spend a lot of money, it's like, it's an excuse for me to like, not deal with a situ- like an issue mm-hmm. that I'm having. Yeah. It's like, well, how long will I go? on spending money, not dealing with this issue. And that's where a lot of people tend to, at least where that I think, um, a lot of people go into debt and stuff like that. They're like deal, trying to deal with an issue in the wrong way. Hey, let me go on this vacation instead of like figuring out why I'm coughing so much. Like the weather will make it all better. And it's like, well, just go to the doctor, spend the amount of money you're going to spend on this trip, get yourself all better and then go on the trip anyways, like whatever. But like a year ago, my, um, I wasn't taking very good care of myself. Um, I was just kind of, you know, doing whatever I wanted, eating unhealthy and like going out to fast food restaurants all, all the time. And 
a certain young lady was just like, hey, like, how do you intend on living to be 120 if this is all you do and, like, you don't go to the doctor and you don't check on yourself and everything like that? And it kind of got me thinking. And for a while, I just fought it. Like, oh, well, I'm fine. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be the best person around anyways. Then one thing that wasn't even, like, remotely connected to it kind of caused me to change the way I think about things. So we got into a car accident in October. and You got into a what? A car accident. Oh, a car accident? Okay. Mm -hmm. And, like, it wasn't life-threatening. Like, we weren't going to die. Like, the car got totaled, but we were good. But it's like, well, it would have been that easy. So why not just take better care of myself now? <laughs> like, let me be a better person and try to do things a little bit differently. So that was sort of a uh, a big eye-opener for you. Yeah. On how fragile. Yeah, everything is. The, the connective life tissue is. Mm -hmm. And if you fracture it, that's it. Yep, you're done. And then there's there's a possibility you're not coming back. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, I need to be a better person. So I'm doing that. And like, it's like the hardest thing that you can do is like coming from not taking care of yourself and like not really forwarding yourself in life and sticking to a job that you hate and everything like that because it pays a little bit better than everyone else in the area. Like, but then it's like, well, now I'm stressed out. I'm sick. I have a cold because I'm overworked and all this stuff like that. And it's like, well, I don't need this. Like, as long as I have a roof over my head and food in my belly and a car to get to where I want to go, I'm fine. To be honest, I could put all my stuff in storage tomorrow and just disappear. And just have like an empty apartment. Oh, no, I just get rid of the apartment. <laughs> like, I'm just like, eh, it's, an, it's an apartment. Bye-bye. But yeah. that's kind of like the aim is like, I'm 27. I can, like, I don't have to settle down until I'm 40. And I can travel the world for the next 13 years. Well, 12 years. And then figure out what I need to do then. But I'm not trying to, like, work until I'm able to retire and then come out and then go into retirement and travel. Like, I'm not as mobile as I once was. I'm not going to have as much fun. Like, I'm already boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, I go home and I go to sleep at, like, 10 now. Huh. Like, I remember five years ago, I was like, oh, 4 a.m., 7 a.m.? Cool. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm just always tired. So, it's like, I don't need to be. We can do things. Like, I can do things that are something I find fun, and I can go out and do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. Yeah. Uh-huh, for sure. The place I work at, uh, I'm kind of surrounded by people that are, a lot of them are younger than I am. So they think they, they have those sort of kind of uh, mindsets when it comes to life. And it's just funny being like, I still feel like I'm in my body. I feel very young, you know? I feel like I I have a switch I can turn. I can, I, I can still be that guy you were describing earlier of, go to fucking Orlando. Let's go to City Walk, man. Let's let's club it up. <laughs> I can do that still. I don't. I've turned that switch off. I used to do that, and then I just flipped it down. But I can still turn it on. But these people that I work with at at work, no like diss to them or anything. But it's just like the way they talk and everything, and it's just like the shit they find fun. And 
I'm just like, ah, I'm just, and I don't even ever say it to them, you know, really at the end of the, like at the end of the day, I'm just always mostly thinking it to myself. Uh, I'm just thinking like, oh man, just give it a few years. You'll see. You'll, yeah. <laughs> You'll change. You'll realize how, whatever it was, childish, dumb, uh, overrated, all of it is. I mean, I have great memories of doing shit like that, clubbing and shit, but yeah, I, uh, I have no problem with coming home, kicking back, cracking a, cracking a beer and watching whatever's on TV or, I mean, honestly, I, I know I keep talking about the podcast, but this is like, this is my favorite thing to do right here. This is honestly my favorite thing to do. Um, some people would be like, what? You like to just sit down in front of a mic and talk? I do. I find it so liberating. I find it so, it's like an art form that's disappearing, you know, like talking to people, talking to people. Yeah. You are, uh, you are across from me right now. We are making eye contact and we're talking. Most of the time, I talk to people on this thing, and if you guys can't see this right now, but I'm holding my phone. That's how I talk. And it's almost like, I believe down the road, we're probably going to forget how to talk. We're probably going to forget how to actually make these noises that somehow you're understanding. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, in, uh, I would... I never want to go there. You never want, yeah. I don't ever want to get there either. When where people look back and they're like, they actually did something with their mouth. It's like all like down the road, we're all just it's all mind thing. We're all just thinking, and somehow you can read my mind. But we just sit in a room and it's just quiet. That's eerie, man. That's eerie. Can you imagine that? We're all just sitting in a room, but we're talking. And you and we hear each other. It's so loud in here. It's like, oh, well, that's loud. <laughs> yeah, man. Ugh. I don't know. I'm uh I'm I'm kind of optimistic about the future, honestly. Like I yeah. think I think in my lifetime and in, in our lifetime, I think things will be okay. I have no plans of having kids, so I don't really have to worry. I don't have to worry about like my kids' future, you know what I mean? Now things change, I never say never, but I don't have any real diehard plans that pop a baby into this world. So I don't ever worry about that. Like, Oh, what's it going to look like for my kids from like a selfish point of view. But I do think of like, Oh, what's it going to look like for KJ's kids? If he has kids, what's it going to look like for Boyd's kids? If he has kids, what's it going to look like for my nieces and nephews? You know, I, I, I think about that, but that's as far as I usually go. And then I just shut it off. Cause it's just, it's like, you think about, such negative things for so long. It's just like, uh, yeah. it's cancerous, you know? And it's like, it's so hard to run away from it. Like it's all around you too. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, like I, I, I truthfully try to avoid the news and like now YouTube has news. Yeah, I was going to say, dude, you can't avoid it. Like if, if you got a phone, you got the it, news, it, it, it's going to pop up somewhere. Um, yeah, the news is weird. The news is weird, but you know, sometimes the news is good. Like yesterday I saw the coronavirus. It's in Florida. That's good news. <laughs> Congrats. No, One, that, it's so funny because like a, a couple weeks ago, I'm just like, man, the coronavirus is going to be like swine flu. The coronavirus. Whatever happened to swine flu, it just kind of disappeared. Yeah. And now it's just like, oh. In Florida. Yeah, it's like here. Yeah. Yeah, I was telling someone, it's one thing when it's in China. It's one thing when it's in California. It's another thing when I wake up and it's like, just so you know, it's in this area you kind of potentially could interact with. 
I think it was what in Tampa or something. I think so. Yeah, I was like, which oh. is like not far. <laughs> <sighs> but then someone else made a good argument. It's like the flu is every year. You don't ever hear any news coverage of the flu. <laughs> People die from the flu. It's it's a very prevalent disease. It's a very prevalent virus. No one ever. Oh, you can do it in the mic. It's it's fun. It's ASMR. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but like no one ever talks about it. It's just because this has a new name. It sounds kind of very creepy. Coronavirus. Corona. You know what I mean? And then it sucks, obviously, for the Corona company, which I love Coronas. But uh, <laughs> apparently their sales have gone down. I mean, I buy them still. <laughs> do you drink? Um, infrequently. Yeah. They're good. Coronavirus. <laughs> oh god i shook your hand <laughs> i like um so i don't drink beer that like i try it from time to time uh-huh but i'm more of an absinthe guy what's that um the green drink um that people say um makes you hallucinate it does not but it's delicious it's an alcoholic drink yep but it makes you hallucinate it it was said to in the early 1900s but it does not and you can just get this at stores I mean, you can. Uh, you have to find the right store, but huh. there is an absinthe lounge actually right absinthe. next door to my house. Absinthe. Mm-hmm. Never heard of this. Have you seen the Euro Trip? The movie? Yeah. Euro Trip? Mm-hmm. I have not. <laughs> you should check it. Out. It's it's kind of funny. It's like a it's like um. This is any road trip. So I was gonna say it's like a road trip movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's from the people that did Road Trip. I think. I think so. Yeah. I think uh, that's Todd Phillips who did Road Trip, who gave us Joker last year. I don't know. If, did you see Joker? I haven't seen it. I hear great things. Tense, I'm, intense. I can't watch movies anymore. <laughs> like, it's so bad. And I'm like, I just want to watch a movie. <laughs> but I can't watch movies anymore. It's like I don't have the attention span. Oh, really? Like, yeah. you find yourself just distracted? Yeah. Why? Um, I don't know. It's just like, I can't even watch TV shows. Your mind wanders. Yep. It's but, just like, and it's not even if you have your phone. Like, if you chuck your phone, you're, yeah, you're still so, wander. Uh, it's just like, oh well, like, what can I be doing outside right now? Oh wow! And it's like, that's not the that's not the point. It's ten o'clock. I'm just trying to hang out, watch a movie. Yeah. But then it's just like, at that point, it's like, well, I'll just go to bed. <laughs> like, I can't even like, I built a computer a couple years ago, and it's still in pristine condition, and I don't even play games on it. Jesus, you built a computer? Yeah. Wow. Holy hell. It's just a like functioning computer? Mm-hmm. Like the computer I'm thinking, like, like, what, like a laptop or a desktop? A desktop. Wow. I was One day I was just like, I want to build a computer. So I, was, um, I started saving up money, buying parts. Dude, why don't you like, I don't know, like why don't you do something with computers, man? You, like, do you love it? I do. It's just, it's funny. It's like, I don't want to make it a, business thing much like the like magic, magic thing yeah yeah you don't just like yeah. i don't mind helping and teaching people but i don't want to make it a business thing yeah where were you yeah i feel it man i feel that but look dude i uh i appreciate you coming on here I really do well thank you for having me i loved having you on dude you're one of the coolest guys i know one of the smartest guys i know and i hope we stay in contact with each other man for sure we live right up the road yeah so um anywhere you want people to follow you on um, social um yeah instagram my instagram is saint paul uh saint underscore pollux all righty 
Got it. Mm -hmm. All right. Awesome, man. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me.